the reason why most people struggle is they end up, you know, getting bored, they end up plateauing or they get hurt. You know what I mean? And so you're trying to avoid those three things at all costs. And if you can do that, then, you know, you're moving in the right track. Resetters, Dr. Mindy here, and I am on a mission to teach you just how powerful your body was built to be. This podcast is about giving you the power back and helping you believe in yourself again. Let's jump in. On this episode of the Resetter Podcast, I bring you Tony Horton. Now, if you don't know Tony Horton, you are missing out because this man came up with an exercise program many years ago. He said it was in 2004 called P90X. So let me know if I have any other P90X fans out there. And I can tell you from personal experience that at the time, I was in my late 30s when this product came out. I was working out at a gym. I had a trainer. And what Tony did is he literally revolutionized home workouts. And P90X was a workout that you did every day for 90 days. And it was basically HIIT training mixed with cardio kickboxing, mixed with yoga. He, You name it, he had it in his workouts. And at the time, I was a little dubious of home workouts. I thought you had to go to a gym, you had to work out outside, you had to be with a trainer. I never thought that a couple of CDs that showed up at my front door could have such an impact on my fitness. But because of how Tony put this workout together, mixed with what an entertaining guy he was and a whole lot of enthusiasm, as you will hear in this podcast, P90X changed my life. It became a community workout that many of my friends would come over and do, and it absolutely changed the way that we looked at not only home fitness, but we looked at short bouts of fitness. So this was truly an honor. I am a huge fan of Tony. So to be able to chat with him live was was a really highlight, a huge highlight for me. But more importantly, you will see as you go through listening to this episode, I really wanted to talk to him about what we need to think about when it comes to fitness as we age. So he has a new uh, set of workouts coming out now called The Power of Four, and it's specifically aimed at those of us that are over 40. And so we talk about what trends in fitness need to change, how we need to change as we start to age, and how he's built that all into this new program. So this is not only an entertaining uh, conversation, because that's who Tony is, but those of you that are looking for a, a more elevated way to approach your workouts, you're trying to understand how often you should work out, what workouts you should do. Do you need to work out? Do you need to eat before a workout? What do you need to do recovery wise? These are all conversations that Tony and I have. So I hope you, I always say this, but I really hope you enjoy this as much as I enjoyed uh, interviewing Tony, but really I bring you um, a, a huge mentor of mine in the health world. And I am so excited to have not only had this conversation with him, but be able to bring it to you all. So I hope you love it. Enjoy. Hey, Resetters, as we step into the new year, I am so thrilled to invite you on an extremely transformative journey with me in my Reset Academy. 
So check this out. If you're ready to kickstart your fasting and health journey, which I know so many of you have reached out to us and asked how you customize a fasting lifestyle for you, my Reset Academy is the absolute best place to be. So here's what you get in the Academy, and I like to think of it in terms of a complete picture. So imagine being surrounded by people who understand your journey, who are passionate for fasting, who want to lift you up and will support you every step of the way. My Academy is not just me, my team, but it is an incredible group of people that are all dedicated to building fasting lifestyles and supporting each other in it. This is why I created the Reset Academy. So when you join, you gain access to all the exclusive calls where my team and I share the latest insights, we answer your burning questions, and we guide you towards your health goals. That's not it. We didn't stop there. By becoming a member, you're not just investing in a membership, but you're investing in yourself. I am such a fan of setting you up to win this year. And my academy is the best place I know to do that. I want to keep you focused. I want you to customize this for you. And I want you to succeed at your health goals this year. End of story. So if you're ready to unlock your fullest potential and embrace a fasting lifestyle, join me. If it feels good, join me. And let's make this year an incredible year for us all. So all you got to do is go visit drmindypels.com slash reset academy to become a member. I can't wait to welcome you. I can't wait to see you on the Zoom calls. I can't wait to be in community with you. And most importantly, let's get your health goals handled. And let's do this together. It's so much better together. Together. So that's drmindypels.com slash Reset Academy. Excited to see you there. So uh, let me just start off by thanking you, not only for joining me here, but P90X changed my life. Uh, Do you hear people say that all the time? You know, oddly enough, yes. I'm still amazed by that. And I was in Seattle at a wedding. My cousin got married and, and, you know, you're just walking through, you know, wherever and P90X, you know, I mean, it's just crazy. And then people want to have, I mean, the thing is old. It was 2004 or something and it's still going strong and people are still doing it for the umpteenth time. And, and, uh, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's just common sense exercises and, and, uh, and a plan, you know, you yeah. find your purpose, I'll hand you the plan and you can get busy and you'll, you'll do all right with that program. And I mean, I've learned a lot since and done some other things since, but, but, you know, it'd probably be about eight moves I'd take out of P90X, but overall it was all pretty good. Ooh, what are the eight moves you'd take out? Dive bomber pushups probably wouldn't do that one. Yeah. It can be really problematic on people's shoulders. It's not for everybody. Okay. Um, what else? Uh, yeah. A couple of moves in martial arts are a little twisty, a little tough on the, on the, on the um, glue, on the sciatic area. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, you know, I mean, if you're modifying as we ask you to do, and we, we do that. I mean, there are people that were hundred, 200 pounds overweight and, and lost it all doing P90X, just yeah, doing their true. thing their way, you know, sort of, in, you know, interpreting it to, to accommodate their skill level. And over time, you know, I yeah. mean, a lot of people became 120X and, and, and one year X. It was different for different folks, you know. Um, but yeah, anybody, ex- anybody who got past the second month started seeing something for sure. So that's exactly what I was going to tell you happened to me. And it was like my late thirties. I, I set out to do it for 90 days and I, I literally did it every day for three years. 
I couldn't stop. I know, but you, but I think a lot of us did it that way because you built in a recovery day and you built in yoga. Why do you think it was so like, why did we all love it so much? I mean, you, you were great, obviously, <laughs> and you were funny. I, I learned to fall in love with the burpee from you. <sighs> um, um, well, I mean, it was a number of things. There was nothing else like it ever. And oddly enough, there is there hasn't really been anything since because everybody wants to do it their thing their way. Um, and having been a jack of all trades and a master of none, I, I and knowing that that there were a lot of weak areas in my fitness, you know, my martial arts skills were terrible. My my cardiovascular strength uh, endurance wasn't great. You know what I mean? And those are things that I really worked on, over, you know, way before P90X. That's what I gave my clients. So when I had. I was training Tom Petty and Billy Idol and Annie Lennox and Stephen Stills. Couldn't help Stephen and Bruce Springsteen and <laughs> tried and uh, God bless him. And um, but, you know, what I mean, these are just like, oh, OK, well, I'm pretty good at the weights and the push ups and the pull ups, but I'm not good at these other things. I think it's important that we incorporate them because that really, you know, there's there's more muscle recruitment. Um, there's more time under tension. Um, um, and, and you're there, a lot of these things were skill-based, right? So it's not just, you know, these linear movements that you would do over and over again. I'm going to do bench press. I'm going to do push-ups. I'm going to do right. Which is all part of it. But, you know, I mean, Aberparex was just sort of reinventing core work and I've reinvented it five times since doing it different ways, you know, but, um, and, and, you know, the sets were beautiful. The cast members were all mic'd up and funny and, 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 you know, um, exchanging, silliness with me um and then the sets were really beautiful and uh, the graphics and everything else i mean we spent a lot of money beachbody spent a lot of money to make it really stand out and then of course i brought my my interesting flair to it yeah oh yeah i think it was entertainment plus working out perhaps plus the result i mean that's why we kept doing it we would my kids were little at the time and we would have my girlfriends would come over and we would just do it in my living room and then we'd sit and, you know, make salad and have lunch afterwards. It was like a thing, like P90X in my house in the morning was a thing. And mm-hmm. there was definite mm-hmm. entertainment value. So super mm-hmm. great, super grateful for you and everything you did with that. Well, you know, you're in your lair there and you're doing your thing. We did something called Power 90 prior to that, which was sort of P90X light. Mm-hmm. And uh, it seemed like the right thing to make at the time. Um, and it did, it did really well. And it was the reason why we were able to finance P90X. But, you know, P90X didn't do anything for the first year because everybody was intimidated by it. They would just look at this, you know, they would look at this craziness. Um, You know, there was never a program prior to P90X that had pull-ups in it, at least not through an infomercial, maybe, you know, some other, like in a book or something, or you can go to the library and do something or something you learned at, uh, at, you know, in your college weightlifting class or or whatever, or something you learned when you were an athlete, you know, growing up through junior high school and high school. But this was something that was being delivered on on your TV. And we're asking you to do all these things and you have to buy the stuff and and you got to do pull-ups and push-ups and and lunges and everything else. Um, And so that, you know, it was an anomaly at that point, um, for sure. Uh, And it kind of still is to some degree. And then, you know, I've reinvented the wheel a little bit since, you know, with the P90X2 and P90X3 and and, and 22-Minute Hardcore. And now my little my little homegrown product, uh, the, the power four. So, um, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. I want to, I want to get into, and I love what you're doing with the new power of four, because you're really honoring those of us that are aging. So we'll talk about that in a moment, but, um, in between P90X and power of four, you also ha- went through your own health hurdles. 
Can you talk a little bit about that and and why you think that came about and how you got out of it? Well, none of it was easy. All of it was unexpected, and the and the and the way out was was a long and winding road. Yeah, uh, for sure. You know, I mean, I. I was dealing with some thing. I was going through some contract stuff with Beachbody and, uh, you know, 20 year run. My contract was up. I think it was my third or fourth one in the course of 20 years. And I was kind of shocked and appalled at the offer. I just like, wow, 20 years of service. You know, I made everybody rich <laughs> and and you're not paying me anymore. Like, you know, I know what Tom Brady did when they did that for the Patriots. He left and won a Super Bowl somewhere else. So and that's how I felt. I just felt like, wow, this is this is not cool. Um, at the same time, um, I had some friends that were at the Vegas shooting uh, and that mm. was a horror story. Uh, they all came out OK, but, you know, they're traumatized for life. I mean, they truly are. I mean, people getting picked off next to them and stuff. And then Tom Petty dies the next day. He was a train, a guy I trained for 32 years. And then, you know, like, oh, I'm not going to work for Beachbody anymore. Am I, and uh, and my, one of my favorite friends and clients has passed away. And friends of mine, close friends of mine are dodging bullets. And they, I just like, man, oh, man. So, you know, I'm sure my cortisol levels were through the roof. My adrenal glands were fried. And I, and I just wasn't, I wasn't meditating at the time. I wasn't using anything to really help mitigate the 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 angst that I was dealing with. And so, you know, I've just had some friends over for a little party and, and I felt this, you know, excruciating pain on the right side of my head. And I thought, Oh my God, this is, this is terrible. And then kind of a burning sensation. And then I started, you know, I didn't really notice the, the herpes zoster, which is what it's called. It's basically shingles. And it was in my ear. And if you're going to get it, you don't want it there because there's, you know, all these nerves that, that affect your sight and your taste and your smell and your balance. And they all they were all getting fried and and um, it was brutal. And within a week, I, I you know I couldn't walk. <clears throat> I had Bell's palsy. I couldn't eat. Couldn't drive. Couldn't work out. Couldn't do it. Couldn't work for anybody. And it was and it went on like that for for several months. Um, Justin Bieber is going through it now. I guess I don't know how badly, but but yeah. you know he was prog- you know there was a prognosis. He has the Bell, Bell's palsy. Mine was terrible. I mean my face was completely deformed, and. Wow. And, you know, I mean, I just I couldn't walk in a straight line. It was really tough. And, you know, trials and tribulations over the course of many months. And after about a year, I was normalish, at least from the outside looking in. But I was still dealing with balance issues and and taste and smelling issues and and all kinds of other things. And, um, you know, it, what happens is with, with Ramsey Hunt syndrome is that eventually the, the sores heal like any kind of any kind of shingles, you can have them on your neck or your back or your shoulders or your, or your torso or wherever people get that, get it. But when it goes away on other parts of your body, you're kind of, you know, you can deal with life again. I was still, because the nerves that it affected inside of my brain were still not healed. Mm-hmm. And so I was still having um, t- tasting issues. And I mean, I could smell secondhand smoke that didn't exist. That was weird. And worst of all was the balance. I mean, I, now I had something called bilateral vestibular hypofunction. So it's like vertigo. Vertigo is kind of like this where hypofunction. It's, it's just a, it feels like you've got Parkinson's in your brain and it would come and go depending on how much sleep or how much hydration or what kind of nutrition or whether I was, you know, taking my, you know, eating, getting rid of certain elements and, you know, getting this inflammation down in my digestive system. And all there was just so many, so many King's horses and so many King's men and so many, you know, otorhinolaryngologists and yeah, God, it was yeah. just endless. And, you know, here it is almost five, it'll be five years in October and I'm kind of normal now. I mean, I still have these little bouts of balance issues, but it's been a long, long haul. But, you know, after the year, I just said like, Hey, you know, 
my balance isn't great. Some other issues aren't great, but I have to, you know, I have to go back to work. Yeah. And so you kind of fake it till you make it. And, and yeah. now, now I don't have to fake it so much. Yeah. You know, you know we call that tipping your bucket when all of a sudden there's so much either emotional or chemical or physical stress that whatever's been lying underneath there, it just all like the bucket gets tipped over and all the symptoms show up and all the toxins show up. And now it starts to trigger, you know, genetics that lead to autoimmune conditions. And the mm. hardest part that I've seen for people is that it, there's no one way out. There's probably like a thousand things you did in that five years, I would think. Well, you know, it was you know, going, going to a, an endocrinologist nutritionist and saying, Hey, what's going on? Oh, I have a leaky gut. I have leaky brain. Oh, what the heck is that? You know what I mean? Who knew that my digestive tract was, was leaking poo into my body and creating all this inflammation everywhere. And so I got that worked out and I, you know, for, I did all kinds of blood work. So there was no sesame seeds, no onions, no white rice, no tomatoes, no, no, uh, no dairy, no corn, no wheat, no soy, you know what I mean? So, uh, I mean, I was eating pretty clean before, but it got crazy clean after that. And then very fortunately, I, I met with these folks uh, who are manufacturing my my supplement line. Um, awesome. This is the Power 4. This is different. Mine's called Power Life. And so just kind of filling in some gaps nutritionally with a product that we created called Foundation 4, this probiotics, prebiotics, um, tons of magnesium, sun fiber, two servings of vegetables, just to kind of get my gut working again. Um, and then we had the protein powder cause I had, you know, I was so emaciated at that point, I lost 25 mm. pounds. So we, you know, we learned about HMB and vitamin D3 and mixing that in with some high quality plant and whey protein. And I was just doing that twice a day. Plus I was starting to try to work out again. I mean, it's when your balance is off, like running on a treadmill, I had to hold on. It was just crazy. Wow. Um, wow. you know, I'd get in a bike cause I could sit there and hold on, um, running, you know, <laughs> like, look at that drunk guy running through the woods, you know? I mean, I had a, my first gig was at La, in Las Vegas and I walked into a, cause it's such a visual thing. This, yeah. this, this, this bilateral stuff, I, you, know, you walk into Vegas and it's just lights and people and oh, dinging gosh. and donging. And I'm using my, my carry on rollaway as a sort of a, oh, as, gosh. A, as a walker to get through the, to get through the casino. And you had to do what you had to do to sort of survive, you know? Yeah. Um, but you know, little by little, you know, I, I adapted. I mean, I had I had a great history with exercise and diet, and I really cleaned up the diet. I've been vegan for a year, year and year and a almost a year and a half now, and that's done wonders for me. All my blood work is great. My cholesterol down. My cholesterol's never been lower, and my my aches and pains are gone. I don't have shoulder issues anymore. I'm back. I have a little sciatica that I'm getting over with, but that's you know your basic rehab there. But knees, I don't need PRP and and Synvisc in my knees anymore. It's just crazy. Like oh wow, because I'm eating tomatoes. I mean I. I don't know. You know, I just, I'll try anything once. And if it works, I'll keep doing it. And so far, so good. So, yeah, amazing. you know, and now I've, I'm, I'm not, what I say, I'm my strongest, but I'm, I'm pretty dang strong. It's fun. I'm, I just turned 64. So, wow. Yeah. I feel, I feel good. You so. look great for 64. That that's impressive. What, you know, there's a lot of people listening um, that are, you know, overachiever worker outers. And when you hit that place where your body can't do what it used to be able to do, that messes with your mind. Did you have any like mental strategies? You talked about meditation, but as your health was coming back, I mean, this is the core of who you are is you're, you're the, you're the P90X guy. How did you mentally work with getting your not being able to perform in your workouts at the level that you used to be able to perform at? Well, a lot of it had to do with the people that I was surrounding myself with. I mean, uh, um, you know, there was a long period there where, you know, 
I wasn't having people over. I couldn't even, you know, I couldn't even get down the stairs there for a couple of months. And then finally, you know, when I was beginning to recover, I said, hey, everybody start coming back because I, I work out. I mean, tonight there'll be about five or six people here tonight doing plyometrics. And then tomorrow morning, there'll be about three or four. And then Friday, I got a couple of friends. And then Saturday, I go to a class, I do yoga. And then Sunday, I've got as many as 12 here. So it really is my tribe, as we say. Yeah. And and it was those friends um, and, and my family and my sister, uh, who I love and adore, who's a, a fitness freak like me, just kind of checking in with each other and working out with each other and, and keeping our expectations down. And just being in the moment and, and doing our best and forgetting the rest, you, you know what I mean? And yeah, then, yeah. you know, it's just being repetitive. Um, mm -hmm. It was a combination of being repetitive over the course of time coming out of that thing, like just yeah. tracking my progress, much like I did with P90X, like, oh, how many reps there and how much range of motion here and how much weight and, you know, and always checking in on my, on my flexibility and range of motion stuff, because, you know, I, don't, I mean, I'm, as I'm getting older, I don't want to start, you know, if I feel good, I don't want to get hurt. Right. right. So that was part of it. And then and then always adding in new things. You know, I, it's like I, I love being horrible at new stuff because I know that there's going to be tremendous gains through that process. So so I added some ninja stuff. I had a ninja course put in the backyard, which I was terrible at. And I have a, of course, I have a 20 foot rope and a 17 foot rope and I have two different pegboards and always challenging myself to do stuff. And then, you know, I mean, when I was younger and I couldn't do something, I pretty much quit right away. And a few things I was OK at, I would stick with. Like with skiing, I loved it so much and I wasn't very good, but I could at least get down the hill. I started, you know, taking instruction and learning how to be a better skier and how where my head should be and my hand should be and my, you know, and how to how to manipulate the snow so I could enjoy it more. Um, but, you know, other things where oh, I'm terrible at this, I quit, you know, and that just went away as I, be, you know, became a more sophisticated adult. And I was reading a lot of personal development. There are a lot of books. Behind yeah. There. You know what I mean? Just keep showing. I mean, I'm reading Obstacles the Way by Ryan Holiday right now, which is mm -hmm. a, just another reminder. There's a lot of things in there I already know, but it's just another nice reminder. I'm reading Steve Martin's book, too, Born Standing Up. Just, you know, it's auto, it's an autobiographical history of where he was and how he was and his upbringing with his parents. And then you know, all this, you know, 10 year struggle of trying to become a stand up and how miserable it was. But he just did it anyway because he loved it. And that's what it, that's what my recovery was like. It was like starting all over again. And I'm like, okay, I mean, this might take three months or four months or a year, but you know what I mean? If I can do an extra pull-up on this day or a couple extra push-ups, or I can get around that that pegboard where I couldn't do it two weeks ago, that's that's gold. You know what I mean? Amazing. Just keeping my expectations down and being in the moment and hanging out with cool folks who want to keep fighting the good fight. That's yeah. that's where I was. Yeah. I, I actually think that idea right there, and I and I want to chat about the power of four because I feel like as we age. That's the mentality of fitness that we need to have. And in our younger years, we tend to just push on through, push on through. And, and there is that like when the pain shows up in a workout, those of us that have worked out a lot just know how to turn off the, the pain signals and, and the, the inner critic that's telling you to stop. But as you get older, I don't, and when you're in a situation like that, learning to pause and not push through it. I think is important for overall fitness. Do you feel like that's the new strategy you have with the power of four and what you're seeing just with those of us who followed you early on in the years and now we're all modifying our workouts? Is that part of the, the new plan? I mean, it should be, I think, you know, I mean, that's what do your best and forget the rest is about. I mean, doing your best, that means you got to be checking in throughout the course of, of the, of the workout. You know, how are you feeling right now on a scale of one to 10? Are you a 10 and dying and you feel like you're about to, you know, a tendon or a ligament or, or something's going to, going to go, you know what I mean? And, and uh, so, 
so that's just always kind of checking in, you know, setting some, you know, setting some goals. And if you don't achieve them, don't beat yourself up. I, I mean, I think too many people are judging the process. And, and I, I think if you just, if you're more in the moment, if you're more present and you have, you know, you have your basic agenda, whatever that workout is, whether it's a cardio workout or a plyo or martial arts or, or body weight or weight training or hit training, or, you know what I mean? Or, or even your, even, even meditation, a lot of people get so up into their head with meditation. And I say, yeah, you're supposed to, that's, you know what I mean? It's not like, it's like, oh, I'm going to meditate right now. And it's just going to be, you're going to be a blank slate for the next 45 minutes. Your head's going to bounce around. You're going to be thinking thoughts and you just take a breath and you let it go. And they're going to come back in and that's all going to be okay. You know, if you, if you understand, that regardless of what you're doing and you're not overdoing it. And a lot of people, you know, that's the big thing. Like, you know, that's why trainers is so valuable. Having somebody in the room who is certified yeah. and knows what they're doing. They're checking your form. They're, they're checking your breathing. They're seeing whether your, you know, your face is going to turn purple. You know what I mean? They, you, sometimes you're not paying close enough attention and you think, you know, you're supposed to be working this hard and you don't realize, oh, I'm 45, 50, 60 years old. And this is how I end up getting hurt. And you can then you give then, you know, and then you do the old I told you so. And it wasn't really, you know, it was just it was because you weren't paying close enough attention. You were just and a lot of people don't have enough history with it. Like, you know, you having done P90X for three years in a row, you're, you're very intuitive now. You have you have great instincts as to, you know, I'm this age. I, I maybe didn't sleep well last night. I maybe had a couple of cocktails. You could put all the pieces together to go. Yeah, I'm going to be a 75 percenter today. I don't need to go 100 percent. You know, and when I on my Sundays, you know, I've got a group here and we're climbing ropes and we're going around pegboards and it's very, very competitive. And so, you know, the night before I'm, you know, I'm going to bed at 10 o'clock and I'm drinking tons of water and I'm, you know, I don't drink alcohol anymore anyway, but I'm preparing myself for the competition on Sunday. But then Monday is a cardio day. Put the heart monitor on going through the motions. And if I have the energy, I'll, I'll go get after it. And if I don't have the energy, perfect. You know what I mean? I'm not going to try to push, push myself. Most people just don't know that. And so uh, they have to kind of figure it out for themselves. Um, and that's why we have with a power of four, we have powering down and powering up. So when you're looking at the screen, just like with P90X, we had modifiers, right? So powering down means that there's, there's somebody over here on the left and they're not jumping mm -hmm. as high. They're not going as deep. They're, you know, if this is be smart here, this is my, where you might want to be the first three, four five weeks. And then later on, you can kind of glance over at the person who's jumping through the roof or, or doing bunches of push-ups and lifting heavy weights. You know what I mean? It's just sort of understanding that it's a process and it takes time. You know what I mean? And, and you, yeah. you, Rome wasn't built in a day and you got to stop judging it and you do your best and forget the rest and your best changes from day to day. Mm, I love that. So I've teamed up with Tony Horton. Do you know Tony Horton? He was the creator of P90X, one of the most revolutionary at-home fitness programs. And we created together a new fitness program called Power Sync 60. And it is literally, this program's never been done. It is a revolutionary 60-day program for both men and women. So here's why I want you to join us is that we literally created PowerSync 60 with you in mind. So it doesn't matter if you're a cycling woman, a postmenopausal woman, or a man. One of the things I brought to Tony was that when we work out, we have to think about our hormones. And he had never done that in the millions of workouts that he's created in his lifetime. We also included a free bonus meal plan and a customized tailor way you can eat right for yourself. Also, of course, we put some fasting in there and it was a beautiful meeting of the minds. 
So I, it, this is like a passion project that I'm so excited to share with you. And in order to get it, all you got to do is visit drmindy.org and use the code PS60PELS. So PS60 and then my last name, PELS, P-E-L-Z, to get 20% off. And you get lifetime access to the program. So that's drmindy.org and you use the code PS60PELS to join all of us. I'm actually doing this myself right now. So come join me, my community on this incredible journey. I am so proud to bring this to you. I don't know if you know, we're, I know we're, uh, I'm coming to talk hormones with your group, uh, I think tomorrow, tomorrow. but one, one of the things that happens with women over 40, specifically women is as estrogen goes down, the collagen production goes down. So as a 52 year old woman, I've had to really change and vary my workouts on a weekly basis. Otherwise, if I do the same thing over and over again, I'm more prone to injury. Mm-hmm. Are you seeing that with women as well as they age that they're just, if we're not varying it and you're the king of variation, that's really one of the things that P90X I think brought to us mm-hmm. was that it was so different and every day you were doing something different. But for the woman over 40, that's a, a real gift. So do you feel like you're seeing women in their 50s and 60s getting in better shape with less and more variation? Uh, absolutely. You know, I think the reason why most people struggle um, or they can't stick with anything long term, even if there are if there's a bunch of variety in, in, you know, in, in the mix, is they end up, you know, getting bored, they end up plateauing or they get hurt. You know what I mean? And so you're trying to avoid those three things at all costs. And if you can do that, then you know, you're moving in the right track. The other thing is consistency and intensity. You, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I talk consistency is everything. It's not like we show up to work three times a week and hope we're gonna get paid. You know, what I mean, like, oh, I'm gonna skip sleep tonight. No, you know, you know what? I'm gonna go on a four-day fast and just not do anything. You know, I mean, it really depends on the individual too of course but you know the the whether you're male or female some basic rules apply hydration is obviously very important getting decent sleep is very important Med- meditation you know on a semi regular basis is super important you know nutritious non inflammatory foods is really important and it's it's you know it's less of, intensity is important you want to be able to track to see if you're getting better but only in tiny little increments you know what i mean it's not like you're going to mm. for the first couple of weeks you're going to do x and then like on day 30, you're just going to start lifting, lifting the roof or jumping higher. It just, it just has to be in tiny little increments over, over time. Um, That's really important as well. Um, And I think if you stick to the variety and your sleep is great, your hydration is great, you're staying off the alcohol and your non-inflammatory foods, whether it's pescatarian or veganism or vegetarianism or keto or whatever your thing is. um, uh, And then you said something you know, which is spot on with, when it comes to exercise, it's like doing the same things over and over again, expecting you're going to turn out fine without injury, which is just, that's rare. It's not going to happen. Yeah. The same thing with food. You know I mean? You got to be really consistent with your food. And, and it's so funny. Like people will say, I'm doing everything right. I'm doing everything that you're saying. And I'll go hang out with them for a couple of days. And I, I watch their workouts and I see what they're eating. And I'm thinking you're like a lot of people just, they don't live in the real world. They live in a, a kind of a fantasy version of the world because they understand that regular exercise and super healthy eating and and good sleep and all these things it's 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 very rare that that very rare to do it all right now for me 
you know, it's taken decades for me to get there. It took me decades to become a vegan. I mean, I always mm-hmm. thought it was kind of not enough calories for me or not enough protein or whatever. And, um, but, you know, uh, so I had all these disbeliefs that I hung on to that were slowing me down, preventing me from getting as fit and as strong as I can. You know, who would think that just plants were going to do the job, but it works for me. You know what I mean? And so you have to kind of, you can't be too pious about it. You can't be too myopic about whatever you're doing. You got to be open to change and open to new information and open to new new exercise strategies and things. So like right now, I've been taking these gymnastics classes. <clears throat> Horrible. That's worse. Awesome. Like just a human two by four. I'm like a two by four meets some rebar surrounded with cement. You know what I mean? Like the exercises are virtually impossible for me. And we're not doing, we're not doing, we're not tumbling. You know, we're all with the goal here is to kind of work on, on headstands and handstands and things like that. And really it's all, every, every exercise is core work. Um, you know what I mean? And it's not just crunches. It's, it's, it's everything you can imagine. And it's really, and that's the other thing too. I mean, anybody who's willing to constantly reinvent the wheel and try new things and, and be, be okay with being terrible at some stuff for a while, that's where the real change comes from. And, you know, I mean, and yoga and meditation and, and stretching are, are everything. You can't, you can't, if you really want to push pretty hard and challenge your body and, and try new things, a stiff body is just not going to, a tight, no. stiff body. And a lot of people are under the impression that they're just, I'm, I'm just tight. Well, you're tight because you never, ever, ever work on it. You skip the P90X yoga every single time for a run instead. You yeah, know what I mean? Or the stretch video. Yeah, the, like, you know, it's okay to be, it's okay to be physically weak and it's okay and, and, and work really hard on it. And it's okay to be cardiovascular, you, you cardiovascularly out of condition and keep working on it. But if you're tight, that that's it, I'm tight. I'm not going to work on it. It's like, it doesn't make any sense to me. When I went to yoga for the first time, down dog was like, uh, climbing Everest. You, you know what I mean? It's like looking around the room and they all look so comfortable. You know what I mean? And I just, I look more like a human rectangle than down dog. And I just, I, me personally, later in life, I just love being bad at things. Cause I know there's a, there's going to be a fun little journey here as I get better. And that has to be the case. You just have to be okay with being, you know, not good at certain things. And you just keep coming. I mean, it's it, an exercise has got to be a, a five to six days a week. It's if three days a week, you know, you might as well throw yourself down a set of stairs. It's the same general result because the four days off are going to dominate the three days on. Interesting. Oh, always. Okay. Always, talk, always. talk about that for a second, because again, what P90X did and I, and, and perhaps power of four does the same thing is you had us doing different things every day. So, and it was every day. Uh, so is that, give us like a week layout what would you say one day two days of cardio one day of yoga some strength training and and let's talk about it in context of somebody who's like 50 and and older and up well you know um i mean p90x was very very popular but not that not that many people finished it you know what i mean they got all through the guy oh chest and back that was a nightmare okay plyo the next day box on shelf in closet you know what i mean <laughs> and then like a year or later they go dang it I got to get that thing off the, and then they would try it again. They get to day 30 and they would quit. So you know, there's very few people who just bought it the next, next day and got busy, did 90 days. Um, because, you know, we're asking a lot of folks, you know, a lot of folks aren't used to working out six days a week, which is exactly what the power four was. But the, the, the concept of it, the philosophy of six days a week and the modifications. I mean, my friend, Jeremy Yost, 380 pounds, fused right ankle been overweight forever. You know, couldn't see his feet. His belly was so big. He marched in place. Marched in place. Mm. Kathy McDonald, 125 pounds down, uh, a 40 year old mother of three kids, you know, I mean, with, with MS, 
you know, still to this day, and that, this is back in like 06, still healthy, still fit, still going strong, just, you know, following those same, same concepts. So the idea here is like, for example, P90X had 12 workouts, which nothing, nobody else had 12 workouts at the right. time. Power of four has, uh, 27. What? Yeah. And, and then there were 47, uh, over the course of the pandemic, when we had kept on having beta groups, we kept on throwing in new routines and every month you got a different routine every, every month, you got a different calendar. And so for the last three years, if you're doing the power of four, there's a new calendar every month, there's a burn calendar, there's a build calendar, and there's other ones that are just all over the place because, you know, variety, 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 mix it up, change it up, you know, give you those kind of always, you know, P90X, we called it muscle confusion, which was basically a made up Mm -hmm. term. Uh, Jack Lane had this thing called periodization training, which is kind of like that. Um, But yeah, and that's, that's what it really has to be that way. Now, what we did differently with the power of four, because we understand as popular as P90X was, a lot of people didn't do it all the way through or do whatever they gave it to. They needed to come to my house. I was doing it every day. You were doing it. Yeah. Cause you, you, you know, it made sense to you. So there's, there's all these extra routines with the power of four. Plus we have powering down and we have powering up. So it's this, you know, it's another terminology for, for modification, but you can see two different, very distinct ways of doing a certain thing. And then we have something that we put in all the, almost all the workouts called stop options. So um, some of the workouts are shorter. So we just, you know, like the, the morning yoga routine is 20 minutes, but then Beautiful. there's a, two other routines. One's called a power and strength. The other one's called don't skip yoga. Cause we had to do that, <laughs> you know, well named. Um, yeah. Right. So we gave them three different yoga routines. And so with the shorter one, you just try to hopefully get through 20 minutes of it. Right. Cause it's a great way to excuse me, start the day with, instead of maybe drinking a bucket of coffee or something, I just, mm-hmm. you know, I'd rather use the human body, gravity and, and oxygen getting into my blood first thing in the morning. It's just, I just feel more vibrant, more alive, more awake without having to use a source outside of myself. And, you know, I'll have, a, I'll have an espresso once in a while when I'm in Seattle, because you have to, it's a, it's of a course. Yes. you know, but, and so we have the power down part the stop options are like, let's say what a routine is 50 minutes long. You can stop at the 20 minute mark and the 40 minute mark. I'll even, I even not big red letters, stop option. If you want, I'll say, all right, maybe you feel like you got things to do and places to go and you're brand new and you're kind of pretty pooped out already. Bye bye. Fast forward to the end to do the cool down. So we try to come up as, with as many excuse killers as possible. And, and, you know, there are people who have been doing now doing the power four for close to three years, you know, wow. our, for all our beta folks, we had beta one, beta two and beta three. Um, and then we had like beta, they all had three months and then we had a fourth month and a fifth month. I mean, you know, this pandemic, it just keeps going. So we're going to just keep, keep you know, <laughs> giving you more months. And that's the whole idea. You, you know, I mean, you can lead a horse to water. I, I can give you as much information as I have. Um, but oddly enough, the vast majority of the power of four, uh, um, aficionados or, or, or customers were women. And, and they, you know, they kind of felt like, oh, you're speaking to me. Oh, or are you showing me? Oh, I can stop here. Oh, I, you know, I've wanted to stop in the past, but there were no stop options. And I always felt guilty when I did. And I thought yes. I'm not going to get rid of the results now. And then like, you're telling me it's okay to do that. Yeah. Because 20 minutes is a hell of a lot better than zero minutes. Yes. You know what I mean? And the next time you go, you know, I'm going to push past this 20 minute mark and maybe I'll go to the 40 minute mark next time, you know? And, and so, um, Brilliant. yeah. Yeah. So do you still believe the other thing I think P90X did is that you didn't you didn't really need weights like a lot of it was resistant training i mean we had the we had the bar that came with it to do a pull up i, f- I remember like being able to do a pull up for the first time 
So do you still feel like you can get a lot done with resistance training that you don't need that extra added weight? Well, it depends on the individual. I mean, some people just love, they've had weights. They love, you know, I mean, dumbbells and bands. It really, I mean, I have a lot of friends that are traveling right now and I've just, you know, I have, I have my own line of bands. So I just say, here you go, take the 10, 20 and 30 pound bands, stick them in the bottom of your suitcase and go to town and, you know, go outside and hang out in the sun and, and do the shoulder flies and the bicep curls and the presses and whatever it takes. Uh, but still, you know, I mean, summertime, you know, working out indoors is, good if that's your thing but if you can get outside and ride a bike or go for a run or go for a hike and then take the bands with you then that's all you really need but p90x it had a pull-up bar it had a it had a even had an assist band that you could buy if you couldn't do them hopefully whatever your rig was that you weren't going to come down crashing onto the floor um and but a lot of dudes you know they want to lift the weights a lot of a lot of gals were really you know thrilled to have the bands and got tremendous results with the bands and so did a lot of like the ceo of beachbody did a whole round of P90X bands only. And he, he was shredded. He lost some weight. He looked lean. He was looked amazing as a result. So, yeah. you know, resistance is resistance. And that burn is real. And, you know, if it's if it's eight reps or 10 reps or, or 15 or 20 reps, you know, it really depends on your on your on what your goals are. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I mix body weight, uh, my tonal dumbbells and bands in the course of one workout because I, I have them all. And so I don't like, I don't do just bands. Or I don't do just weights anymore. I like, uh, I like mixing it all up. I mean, you know, every workout I do is different. Like people, my buddies will walk in and go, all right, man, I have no idea what you're doing, but I'll just follow you, man. Amazing. <laughs> you know, you're a good friend to have to show up at Tony's. Well, house. if they didn't show up, if they don't show up, I'm, I'm sleeping in, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I'm like, oh, it's a sign. It's a sign from God that if uh, the three of them don't come, they all cancel for different reasons. I'm supposed to sleep an extra hour and a half. I'm thinking mm. that never happens. I'm thinking it does. Oh, oh yeah. really? Oh yeah. I'm I'm the I, I I'm not self motivated, but I I'm a good strategist. I know how to get people to show up here. You know, what I amazing. Mean? So they yeah. show up so that you work out. That's they show up. They show up so that I will get out of bed and and work out with them. Yeah, and I don't train them. them. They all know. I mean, there's a rookie here and there. I'll I'll make sure I spend some time with them. Make sure they don't. You know, they do everything yeah. the right way. But I mean, tonight there's going to be there's already. Uh, three gals and two guys coming to Playo. Uh, and I invite like 30 people. It's, it's, it's amazing. If I, if I invite eight, eight might cancel. And that means there's no Playo for me. Amazing. So, well, yeah. next time I'm in LA, I'm going to ping you and, and say, what are you, you are today? welcome. You are <laughs> welcome to be here anytime. Yeah. Do you, do you feel like you have to fight for muscle more now that as you age? Yeah. Yeah, but but my nutrition, the supplement that I made, the, the I mean, I'm a vegan, right? So I have the plant-based, um, uh, it's called high-impact protein. Um, I do two big old scoops a day, you know, one, one after a workout, sometimes before, depending on how much time I have between getting up and working out. And then at night, not, you know, not right at bed, but, but you know, somewhere before or after dinner, typically after dinner. Um, and that seems to help, you know what I mean? It's the HMB and the vitamin D3. I mean, if you as a doc, you do that. Look, look at the research of that. It's crazy. Cause yeah, most right. people have post-surgery are getting jello in a ham sandwich. You know what I mean? Yep. This is, this is some, uh, you know, I mean, pretty good, right. For yeah, you, you know. look great. Right. So, yeah. and, and I'm strong. I mean, like I can still knock out 30 pull-ups. I can still do, you know, 50 pull-ups in pretty quick period of time. I can climb a, a rope without my feet. That That's my measurement. That's how I'm, I, I can go around a pegboard like I'm on the moon still, you know, and that's my way. And my weight is I'm lighter than I was during P90. I was about a buck 80 
then I'm about, I'm about 172 now, give or take a pound one, one direction. And that helps a little bit. And the flexibility, I work more on the flexibility and my sleep. I sleep longer than I used to. And I don't drink alcohol at all. I mean, there's all these different kinds of rules and being plant-based, less inflama- inflammation there as well. So if I don't have the aches and pains, um, I have shorter recovery time. I have, I, have, mm. I have quality of recovery time. And I mean, am I going to be like this at 75? I don't know. I, mean, I hope so. You deserve to be like this. At yeah, yeah, I agree. Because <laughs> I'm going to retire and I want to go skiing, you know, 80 days a year. So I want to be able to charge down that mountain. Do you, you had a recovery drink in P90X. Is there a new version of a recovery drink in the Power of Four? Well, um, the Power of Four is the workout, but Power Life is the, ah. are the supplements. And Power Life, we have, you know, we have a vanilla and chocolate plant-based and, and um whey-based protein. Then we had the foundation for, which is really about digestion. We have a, a pre-workout formula called performance, which is pretty yummy. Um, and then we have a, so a phytonutrient product, which is like a, the fruit version of, of foundation Four, which is really kind of vegetable based. We're, we've, we're experimenting with that because flavor is kind of important, but we want to keep yes. the, the quality of the, of the ingredients in there. If we don't want, you know, everybody's so taste sensitive that they, because they, you know, whatever you can use monk fruit as, as opposed to cane sugar. And, you know, some are more expensive. And now with, 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 uh, with the cost of, of everything these days and, and supply chain issues, you know what I mean? It's like, Oh, wow. You know I mean? It's just a thousand steps to get there, but we hope to have something by, by, um, um, early winter, you know, um, oh, I can't wait to see. Yeah. Have you heard, have you heard of the, uh, the amino acid sensor that gets registered in muscles when you get to 30 grams of protein? So there's a lot of belief that each time you go to eat protein, you want to at least get 30 grams because it triggers mTOR. I don't know if you know what mTOR is. It's a pathway that builds muscle stronger. Mm. And so if you come in under 30 grams, you're not, you're not hitting that trigger. And so therefore you're not building muscle using the protein that you're, that you're actually ingesting. Have you heard that before? I have not. Um, I do know that when it comes to the, 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 uh, the HMB vitamin D3 that we put in our protein, um, initially we had 1500 milligrams, um, of HMB and the studies were all 3000. Right. And so, you know, uh, I said, Hey, look, I don't know why the studies say X, and we talk about the studies, you know, and our, all our sales material, and then we're giving them half. So are you asking people to do two scoops? So if they're doing two scoops, they're not getting as many servings per ca- container as possible. So I kind of put my foot down. And, and I noticed personally, like with me, because I got it for free, I, one scoop, two scoops, you know, and then now I can just do one scoop and get the same results. Um, it sounds similar, but I don't, I don't know. It might not be the same. Thing. Yeah. There's, there's some interesting research on protein for muscle growth, even without exercise. And I, I'm definitely not advocating for no exercise, but the two principles that are really interesting is this 30 grams. They supposedly, once you get over 90, you, that actually now turns to glucose and it's going to start to spike insulin. So it's not as advantageous to like eat a huge steak. If you eat steak or get too much protein, you want it to be somewhere between 30 and 90. Mm. Then the, the other principle is every two to three hours, if you are getting 30 grams of protein divvied up over the day, uh, and they say go up to your body weight, that's the best way to get nutrition, uh, the protein of nutrition to really work for muscle growth. I, I've heard that grams per body weight thing from way back in the old bodybuilding days. I, right. I don't know if that's necessarily true or not. And, and yeah, I mean- 
I don't really track it like that. And, and a lot of it has to do with, you know, are you a 25 year old collegiate linebacker? Right. Or, or are you, or, or are you a 118 pound, you know, uh, mother of, uh, of three who runs, you know, five K's and 10 K's. I think that the amount of protein has got to be a little bit different for each, each individual. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, yeah, that's a good question. And I, I honestly don't know. I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, I do. Yeah, I do know that that without without added protein through a, my powder, it's just I'm always playing catch up because as a vegan, you know, I mean, how many sunflower seeds and and legumes and and nuts am I going to eat to try to, you know, and I'm also dealing with all the excess Yep. You know, saturated fats that comes with too much peanut butter and whatnot. So, so yeah, this is a, this is a kind of working for me so far. Yeah. And you talked a little bit about a pre meal uh, or a pre shake you had, what are your thoughts on, you know, fasting? We teach fasting uh, across my platforms a lot. And do you remember what was the guy's name that did that? He gave the million dollars away to um, whoever got in the best shape. This is back in like the nineties and body for life. I think it was called Body for Life. Body for Life, sure. And his whole thing was workout fasted because you would go after stored sugar, you would burn fat more. And so everybody did it that way, lost a bunch of weight. Now we're really looking at what do we need to do to build muscle? Do you feel like you need to eat and specifically protein before you work out? Or do you feel like we can still work out in a fasted state and just recover with a good old protein shake? Uh, well, intermittent, intermittent fasting has become kind of popular. I, I do a version of that a little bit myself. It's not, it's not well thought out. I, I just, I just like, for example, a lot of times I wake up in the morning, if I'm not hungry, I don't eat, you know what I mean? Like my first meal of the day is at three o'clock. I will do a little pre-workout thing where I'll put my foundation for the performance, you know what I mean? Um, and, and it's just maybe under a hundred, hundred calories just to kind of give me some energy and get me through the workout. And then typically after workout, I, if it's a hard workout, I'm not hungry and I don't eat just because I'm supposed to, right. you know what I mean? And, you know, according to our, you know, that uh, this guy, Will Valilla, who's our, her, uh, who's our, um, our nutrition scientist over there at the company that makes my stuff, he goes, it really depends on the individual. I mean, some people need that big old thing of protein. They got to wait a half an hour to 45 minutes and then they can do the workout. Other people just don't want anything in their stomach, except for like what I'm doing, you know, just a little you know, a little, a little eight ounce glasses yeah. of some nutrition, and then, then they can get through the workout. And then, you know, like my, my buddy, Brian, who's a, just, I mean, he was a regular guy. He was not overweight, but he wasn't fit. He really couldn't do anything. And his, his, his plan has been kind of spectacular. He's plant-based, but he'll have steak once in a while and chicken and fish once in a while. He's not really pious or myopic about it either about that. And, but he'll, he'll show up, you know, do a little something like a half a, a peanut butter sandwich on toast like just put it, put one slice in the toaster, fold it in half, eat it, do the workout, maybe do the workout pre-workout formula as well. And he'll eat it three o'clock. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then have something really light and then he'll have dinner. The, the main meal that he has is, is dinner. So he's like all night long. And for the most of the day, he's taking a very few calories. Yeah. Um, and he's, yeah. is he ripped? Like ripped. Is he, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, a 29 inch waist, strong as an ox. I mean, he's just, he looks incredible. He looks like a yeah. you know fitness model. And he just, his wife, every time he comes home from workout, his wife goes, okay, that's enough. That's enough yeah. with that. He <laughs> <laughs> married like a normal looking dude, like a guy with a dad, a dad bod. And now he, he's, he's absolutely addicted to it. And anybody who comes here, both male or female who shows up here all the time, who eats pretty clean, 
who gets some, you know, deals with their stress and gets some sleep and a decent amount of hydration. Those are the ones that I notice change over time. Yeah. People who are sporadic about all of it, just they're, you know, they'll never get there. They just have never been able to get there. Um, yeah. Do you think, do you think there's a, you said earlier that there's, you like to work out in the morning. Um, I've well, actually, I work out at night. I work out at night too. I, I work out based on everybody else's schedule. Okay. Like yesterday was in the morning because people had to want to be here early and then go off to work. And then, you know, tonight is a, a 5.30 p.m. workout because everybody's coming in after, after work. So, I, I yeah. I Do you would, think yeah. there's an advantage to working out in the morning over evening? Or I it- think so. It's just a big old great way to wake up. Yeah. It's a great way to start your day. I mean, you just got all that, you know, all that um, feel good vibes going on first yep. thing in the morning. Right. And, you know, the, the norepinephrine, the dopamine, the serotonin, the brain derived neurotropic factor, all that really great stuff, all that oxygenated blood, like coursing through your body, coursing through your brain. You just have a, you know, it's like miracle growth for your, for your head. You know yes. what I mean? I mean, I exercise as much and more for just for my head space than I do everything else. I mean, I do, I like looking so fit and you know, strong. I mean, it's good for my skin. It's good for everything. And so at the end of the day, you know, you've had a really rough long day and it's filled with stress and work and traffic. And, and then you come home and your kids are freaking out or whatever. You got to help them with, with, with homework. It's like, oh yeah, let me go into the gym at eight o'clock at night and do Aberparex or no, you know what I mean? <laughs> get up, get up a little earlier, go to bed yeah. a little bit earlier and then get up a little bit earlier and get it over with. That's, if you can do that now with me, I, I mean, I, I trained people all day long for, for 15 years. My first client was at, was at five o'clock in the morning in the dark. And I left her place and it was still dark. You know what I mean? And I, and that was all, and I'm living on power bars in the car all day long. And I would get a workout and I'd go to the gym because it was a very social thing. I go to the gym. It was a 24 hour gym. I go to the gym at nine or 10 o'clock at night. And I repeated that for, for years. That was just it. But getting up, I never had the luxury of doing it in the morning. So now that I don't have to get up, you know, my workouts are at 8 a.m. this yeah. morning. Yeah, baby. So, yeah, yeah you, have, I, you, you know, know, you you have three hormones and or two neurotransmitters and a hormone that works really well for you. Um, you get dopamine in the morning, you get cortisol spikes two hours after you get up and then your testosterone is the highest, especially for men in the morning. Mm. Those are some motivating neurochemicals that'll pull you out of bed and get you into the gym. So I can see for me, I, as the day goes on, forget it. I can't. <laughs> I can't work out. Yeah. Morning is my time. So that makes, that makes perfect sense. Well, you know, it's funny because the, the later in the day workouts are, um, there's less muscle recruitment, more cardiovascular plyometric, that kind of a thing where I feel less vulnerable to injury because I'm a little, I've had the whole day to kind of, you know, mm. get my body, wake my, wake my body up and I'll do, a, I still do a warm up and a stretch before I do those routines. But for me in the morning, I don't know. I, I don't know what sleep is supposed to provide for me. I, I mean, last night was a spectacular night of sleep. I just, you know, those nights where you, your head hits the pillow, you have no memory of it, and the alarm goes off, and you think, wow, that was amazing. Uh, I think as my head is, is kind of spinning all the time, but the meditation has helped me tremendously with that. I bet. You know what I mean? I Whether bet. it's four by four breathing or, or the, you know, uh, John Kabat-Zinn's book, Full Catastrophic Living, pulled me out of my my uh, Ramsey Hunt days. It's just a mm. lifesaver. And then, uh James uh, Nestor's book, Breath, has been another mm-hmm. brilliant book, too, that's really helped me be Power more consistent. Good. Yeah, both yeah, of that, That's amazing. Yeah. And, uh, talk also about recovery days, because you did this, you did this, and it sounds like you're doing it with Power of Four now. How do we know how much recovery time, and what's the difference between, I'm going to sit on my couch and recover, or I should probably stretch or go for a walk for recovery? What, well, what do we know about that? 
Well, there's all kinds of ways to recover. You know what I mean? Like you can roll around on the foam roller. That's, that's, you know, that's active recovery. You can go for a walk. That's active recovery. You can go for a nice mellow bike ride. That's recovery. You know what I mean? You can get an infrared sauna. That's recovery. You can take a nap. There ain't nothing wrong with that, man. That's another nothing way to recover. Um, and the, and the, and the, and the, the best one of all is is sleep. I talk about it in my book, The Big Picture. Like, what is your what is that room that you're in like? My wife and I, we don't have any devices in that room. You know, what mm-hmm. I mean, my wife will try to sneak the phone in once in a while, um, but there's no TV in that room. It's all it's pitch black in there. You know, she likes the fan going for that ambient noise yeah. and stuff. Uh, we have we have you know we're on our I'm married to the princess and the pea. Uh, we're on our fourth mattress since we've been married. You know what I mean? Uh, now we have a sleep number one. So it's just like, ha ha, you know, hard as a rock, soft as a cloud. You, you know what I mean? It's like, we're, yeah. that's important. And a lot of people still have the same pillow they had since high school. That just blows my mind. Oh, they, get God. So, they get so attached to their pillow when it's, you should get rid of that every couple yeah. of years. And you know what I mean? It's pretty nasty. Uh, and then the sheets are important and all, all those types of things. Um, you know, and I, I keep a glass of water next to me. I, I've been wearing a breathe right. And ever since John mm-hmm. Ray, uh, um, James Nestor's book, I've been mouth taping, mm-hmm. uh, which is, I don't know if you're familiar with that or not. I am. A lot of people yeah. think I'm nuts. You know what I mean? Like I had a buddy over the other day and I'm, I, you know, he knocks at my door. Uh, my wife is already up and about. And, uh, and I, you know, I come in with the breathe right and the thing, and I got to take some time to take it off. But I tell you, I mean, I had, I had mild sleep apnea, mild which my wife did not enjoy at all. It was with my gurgling, but the taping, it's not going to say it's cured it, but it has certainly mitigated it to some degree. Yeah. And I just sleep better. Cause I'm, you know, breathing through your nose is ideal. The filtration system that's been custom designed for us works really well, but that ain't a good thing. No. You, know, you wake up with no. a Mojave desert and a couple of dead spiders in your mouth. It's just really gross. Yeah. And uh, no deep sleep. You get no deep sleep. With no, that. No, no, no. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's really critical. Your, your, your recovery time is everything. And, and taking a full day off. I mean, sometimes I'll t- like, I'm kind of beat up. I'm going to take another day off. You know, let's let's say it's a it's it's plyo. I'll just email everybody and go. I'm kind of wasted. Yeah. You know, I'm going to take it off. It's just sort of listening. I mean, if your shoulders hurt, your back hurts, and your hips hurt, and your legs hurt, and your hamstrings are tight, your quad, you're not supposed to work out today. You just, you know what I mean? You haven't recovered completely or maybe you trained too hard because you felt really good. You drank too much pre-workout formula. I mean, like there's only, or maybe the biorhythms are off or the biometric pressure is crazy or, or the humidity, or you're living in London right now, it's 104 degrees. You probably shouldn't work out. You know what I mean? It's just sort of, some people become very, uh, you know, very robotic about it. Like I can't miss a day. I got to do it. And, yeah. and you're, and that's when you, that's when you get hurt and that's when you get, you know, you, you, you you end up taking more than one day off. You'll have to take off several weeks because you're forced you're, to take time off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that you really P90X really changed that for me because of the variation, I never, I never st- stuck with one exercise again after that. So how, mm. t- talk a little bit about how we get the power of four. You've got me intrigued. Now I'm going to start doing the power of four. And then three years later, I'll come back and tell you, I did it every, every, every day, day for three years. Um, you go to my, my, you go to my. I assume, power, it doesn't, I assume it doesn't come in a big C, box of CDs anymore. No, no, that's the old days. You just stream it. You just you go to uh, powernationfitness.org, powernationfitness.org, and uh, and that's how you get there. And you'll see a beautiful picture of me in Warrior Two in front of my pool uh, with hair down to here because it was the pandemic. Man, I just like hey, ah! let my freak flag fly. My wife hated it. As soon as I got into ponytail, she's like, cut that off. Ah! Um, 
but I don't know. I, I, you know, I thought oh, I'm in my sixties. I probably shouldn't do this. I'm not an ex rocker. So I should probably not do that, <laughs> but yeah. And then, then you'll, you got a whole week there. You can look around and you play for free and then sign up if you want. Right now we have a 30 day challenge and you can sign up for that too. That is free. Um, all 30 days. And so there's some beta workouts in there and then two of the actual workouts that you will get in the power of four. So you get to see in the quality of them, the quality, you'll see the quality of the beta ones, but, but that doesn't matter. The workouts are solid and there's six workouts there in that 30 day challenge. Um, but there's, you know, there's 27 when you finally get it um, in the end. And that's just a tons of variety. And then you'll also see all the different calendars. So you can go with the original, you know, month one, two, and three, or then you can go to the burn and build ones that we had for the course of six months. And then now in July here, we've got another brand new calendar. So we put up a new calendar every month just to keep that, you know, that variety going. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so brilliant. I'm so, I, I'm so pleased to hear that you're continuing to put out new products. And when you talked about the gymnastics, my brain went, Oh, there's where the next, the next couple of workouts are going to be, have a gymnastic twist on it. I'm sure if that's what you're learning. Well, well, the other thing too we're doing is we've got, uh, we're going to train, we're going to put out a new program, a mini program through some amazing clients. Like we just shot two of them at the house. One is Chelsea, uh, Chelsea McKinney, who's the, the uh, gymnastics trainer. And she mm-hmm. shot six workouts and that'll be a 30 day program. And then we had her for two days. And then we brought in my buddy, Ted McDonald, who, if you have P90X3 or P90X2, uh, he did his, his 30 day yoga program, which is a hell of a lot more than just yoga. It's, it's pretty amazing. Amazing. And then we're going to keep shooting them. You know what I mean? Just so there's more content, you know, you know, and that's the thing. I mean, you can work out with me or you can work out with these other great trainers or you can mix it all together, whatever you want to do. Amazing. I, I just love what you're doing and I'm, I'm so grateful to officially meet you and thank you. And uh, I can't wait to dive into the power of four. I'm even thinking we have a a membership group and I'm thinking, gosh, we're going to look at the power of four as potentially doing it as a, as a community because exercise should be done in a community, in my opinion. So, well, you know, the power of four is made up of four things, right? There's nutrition, there's exercise, um, there's mindfulness and supplementation. That's the, that's the foundation of the whole thing. So there's two mindfulness routines in there. You know, one's a body scan, one is one's a four by four breathing and somebody's trying to get in my gate. I have no idea who that is. Um, but, uh, and so, uh, the other part of it is, is the supplementation and that's my supplement. So I, I would, you know, if you want to check that out, it's mypowerlife.com, mypowerlife.com. And if you and anybody, uh, who's part of your group, uh, Tony 30, uh, for the uh, 30% off. Beautiful. Beautiful. Take, take advantage I love of that. It. Yeah. yeah. So I want to finish on this. I ask all my guests this, uh, do you have a daily gratitude practice? And if so, what is it? And what's one thing you're grateful for in this year? We've just come out of a lot of mumbling and grumbling from people. What are, what are you grateful for in 2022? Well, you know, I have a little spot in my backyard with an awning and I sit there every morning and have breakfast and make sure my dog Charlie is next to me. And whether it's a shake or just something, you know, something light and easy, uh, it's kind of a ritual for me because I have a pretty sick view in my backyard. I mean, I live in LA, but we live up in the canyon, up in the hills, and you can look at the city and it's all trees and and lions and tigers and bears on my, and it's kind of fun. So that's, that's it. And I'll get out there and meditate, you know, for a bit in which I, which I love to do. Um, what was the second one? What was it? Yeah. So what are you grateful for in this year, specifically in this day of age? I'm, I'm grateful for the relationship with my wife. My Mm -hmm. Shauna is just my best friend in the world. And we were saying up in Seattle at my cousin's wedding, how much more in love we are than ever, which is like a, it's weird. It's not supposed to go like that, but you know, I always tell Sean, I go, what's my job? And she'll say to make my life awesome. And that's exactly what I do. Uh, 
I make it about her Amazing. and that's comes from a pretty selfish son of a gun. So I've learned, I've learned that, uh, giving, you know, keeping her happy and, and healthy is what makes me happy and healthy. Amazing. Amazing. Well, again, I just want to thank you for revolutionizing uh, home workouts because I don't know where I would have been without P90X. And I'm, again, so excited to jump into the power of four. Yeah, so, check it out. I think you'll enjoy it. I'm, I can't wait to hear what you think. Yeah, great. And next time I'm in LA, I'm coming to work out with you. Come to Plyo, come to one of them. You can come to anyone you like. I love it. Doctor, I love it. Sure, Thank sure. you, Tony. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. I love bringing thoughtful discussions about all things health to you. If you enjoyed it, we'd love to know about it. So please leave us a review, share it with your friends, and let me know what your biggest takeaway is.